Oh God, our rock and our redeemer, may the meditation of our hearts, the words of our mouth, God, may it all be pleasing to you. Plant a seed, oh God, in our lives with your good news. In your name we pray. Amen. So, the first carolers, you know who they were? They were the shepherds. They were the shepherds. The shepherds were out by night, clueless, doing what shepherds do, counting all the sheep. You see, when the census happened for Mary and Joseph and other people, they had to go to their hometowns. But you get the feeling that maybe shepherds didn't really count. They were uh, not the most it wasn't the most glamorous job. People didn't grow up thinking they wanted to be shepherds. You didn't have to go to graduate school to be a shepherd. And it was a, it was a dirty job. I remember one time hiking um, and in a very remote area in another country. And all of a sudden, 400 sheep were coming my way. And I thought it was the neatest thing. They had little bells on. There were a couple of shepherd dogs. There were a couple of... A couple of shepherds walking, you know. I thought it was so cool until our paths crossed and I had to walk where they walked. It was like dodging landmines. It was like playing hopscotch. And it didn't smell all that great either. The shepherds was a dirty job. Of all the people that God could have picked to be his first group of carolers, who did God choose? Shepherds. I don't know. Are they modern day truck drivers? Food workers? Who are they? Day laborers? I don't know. But God could have picked anybody. God could have gone to a palace. Now you know if you and I were on God's board of directors, we'd say this is not how you do it. We, you got to find some influencers. Lord, these guys, these guys aren't, they don't count for anything. But these shepherds had, had three things. He had three things. Um, God gave him the gift of three things. First, a meeting. And it was a meeting, as one pa uh, pastor called it, a meeting between the holy and the lowly. And it was a crazy meeting. These shepherds were not religious people. Now, they, they were important. They were important for wool, clothing, meat, milk. And I'm sure the the upper echelon at the temple, when they needed a perfect sheep, you know, they treated them well, but they were too dirty to walk in. But there was a meeting while, while Mary was delivering in, in labor with the baby. The shepherds, the first carolers were out there and they had a meeting. And the angel said, shepherds, fear not, fear not, because they were terrified. They weren't used to all this. Fear not, for I bring you glad tidings of great joy, goodwill for all people. And you're going to find a sign, the angel told these shepherds. You're going to find a sign of a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. All the people in the world, first carolers and the first worshipers, were shepherds. And then there was another M, miracle. It was a miracle. Not only did the angel make this messenger, it's like God pulled the whole sky back 
And there were multitudes singing and worshiping. Oh, my goodness. These shepherds got an awesome worship. They got an awesome experience. Now, we Methodists love that, right? It's all about experience, experiencing God. Not something you get from a textbook. We believe you can experience the Holy Spirit in the everyday kind of stuff. Who, me? Yeah, you. This whole month, I had to ask 24 of you to, to, to write a devotional. And it was like pulling teeth, right? Bruce, nobody's interested in my story. I'm just typical run-of-the-mill, right? And did we not get 24 of the most amazing witnesses and testimonies you've ever heard, ever read? Man, it's one thing to read an Advent devotional from somebody, some stranger, you know. But gosh, it's another thing to read about Fran's story. Or, or to read about somebody you love who's pouring out their heart. You see, God, if God comes to the shepherds, then, then none of us are safe. God could come to all of us. So the shepherds now are looking at the stars and they're having this worship, and they're seeing these angels celebrate, and why not? Why wouldn't the angels be celebrating? God's never, God's done a lot of stuff up to this point, but oh my goodness, something amazing is going to happen. There's a baby. But what do those shepherds do? They move, another good M word, move, they move. All good worship and all encounters with God invite a response. Let's go, they said. Let's go see what's up. Let's see this weird thing. So these truck drivers and these food workers and these people that are invisible in our world but important begin to make their way to Jesus. And it says they rejoice. I mean, I mean they have a party. It says that they sing and they hark the herald angels sing and they sing joy to the world and there are tears coming down their dirty faces. Because God has taken them off the sidelines and moved them into the middle, in the center of the story. There's a little moral lesson here. Don't ever write off people. Don't pick and choose who you think God might choose because there's no telling who God may tap on the shoulder. And the crazier the better sometimes. Shepherds sang. They sang. I'm so lost now, but that's all right. I don't need, that's okay. I'm going to land this plane. Meeting, miracle, message. Message. Meeting, miracle, message. Last thing, message. When they left there, where did they return to? They came back right where they came from. Right back in the field. Now they were still shepherds. They still had dirt and a lot of stuff on their shoes, right? But they were different kind of shepherds. Because they had a story. And anybody who has an encounter with the Son of God is always going to have a story. Is always going to have a devotional to write. Always going to have a witness. It says... It was widely known after they got back to the fields. Are we making it widely known? Fellow 
shepherds and truck drivers and whatever you do. After an encounter with God, do you go back to that same place and have, is there something different? Now, did the shepherds still have all their problems? Yes. But after you have an encounter with God, with the Son of God, your problems don't have you anymore. You go back different. And I'm begging you to be the next group of carolers after and in honor of the shepherds. You have a story to tell. We got to tell Ian this story. We got to tell Thomas the story. Every single baby we baptize, every single young person we confirm, every single new person that comes through this door has got to know the story. And I'm not, I'm not talking about some memorized thing or this or that. I'm talking about this. How did grace, how did an encounter with God change your life? And how are you a different teacher or engineer or builder or banker or pilot? How does that make you any different? You see, that's your launching pad. Because God loves field workers. And so the shepherds go back as field worshipers. Goes back as field worshipers. The important thing is this. Don't let Christmas come and go and be just some other sentimental thing. No, I'm daring you to live out Christmas all of your lives. Don't go back to your work the same person. Because the, the reason the angels were rejoicing and the reason the angels were so ecstatic is because we got somebody who can transform us and change us and bend all of our sufferings inside out into something beautiful and new. Are you excited about that? Because I can tell you, most people aren't like those shepherds. It's like, ho-hum, you know. I can't be surprised anymore. Don't be most people. Most people are cynical. Like, nothing surprises me anymore. I hear that all the time. Bruce, nothing surprises me anymore. It's like, how can we worship a God who was born in the form of a flesh and blood and not be surprised? How can we got, not hear God say, I forgive you. I love you. Start over. I can make you whole. And you not be surprised. Don't be that person. Give God all your cynicism, negativity, anything that keeps clawing at you from being the person God has called you to be. Because God is calling us all to be shepherds. Bruce, I'm ordinary I got no great story. You tell that to the shepherds that day who were about the most ordinary people in the world. Aren't you glad that God didn't go to palaces or politicians or other people who think they're so powerful or smarty pants? Aren't you glad you don't have to get a graduate degree to be a follower of Jesus Christ? Aren't you glad that you get to go back to your field of work and be a different person because of Christmas. Because Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Those shepherds, I just wonder if they grew old enough. I wonder if they made it to 34 AD. 
I wonder if they heard other stories about Jesus when he said, I am the good shepherd, and the shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I wonder if they sang another Christmas carol then. I wonder if they were glad that they were invited. And I wonder what the shepherds would be telling you and me about what God has done, is doing, and will always do through Jesus Christ our Lord. God moved into the neighborhood. And aren't we glad? Feel, let God fill your heart and soul with hope and with joy and with peace. Let us pray. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. God, take off our masks. Help us not to live as fearful people, but like the shepherds, free in the field, rejoicing wherever we go. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. I invite us to stand now as we sing our closing song. Remember tonight, three and five. Come on back and join us. Let us stand and sing our closing song.